Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Skinwalker Ranch and UFO of God. That's correct, Skinwalker Ranch and UFO of God. Now, we could also say Skinwalker Ranch and Chris Bledsoe because he's the gentleman who wrote this book, UFO of God. It came out in March of 2023, and uh, it's reportedly about his experience with UFOs. Now, I can go here to the Amazon. I haven't read the book, and I found it impossible to find a summary of the book really uh, written online. But if you go to Amazon, and I'll put the link up on the Buy Me a Coffee website, it says, UFOs, God, what do we make of it? Chris Bledsoe, a deeply religious family man and successful business owner from North Carolina, was on the verge of the unthinkable after losing everything in 2007, financial crisis, and suffering from a debilitating chronic disease. Fishing along the banks of the Cape Fear River with three co-workers and his teenage son, he walks away from his group and cries out to God in a desperate plea for help. Suddenly, a UFO appears and saves his life and cures him of his illness. Experiencing four hours of missing time, he returns to find his group dismayed, terrified. They run for their lives as several UFOs chase them home. This, time, this is the true story of hope, love, lies, and deception involving the CIA, NASA, string of pro- professors, and MUFON. And then it says, you are about to go on a spiritual journey of awakening with a visit from the lady, remote viewing, assassination, plot of the Pope, dripping orbs, a burning tree, the Monroe Institute, and healing the son of a Washington, D.C. power broker with ties to the IC and the White House. Fifteen years on, the phenomena still visits the Bledsoe family and affects the lives of people who come in contact with them. So... You know, I have a lot of negative feelings about this. I just have to tell you this right off the bat. Uh, and it's fine that people can approach the UFOs, I suppose, as a religious experience. And that's fine if they want that for their religion. The problem I have is when they start doing all this mixing and matching, and now we're talking about the Pope and the Lady, and it's reportedly somebody supposedly got healed from one of these things. Well, that's a first that I've ever heard of. Usually they're just putting implants in people and uh, doing torturous experiments on them. But you can kind of see where this is going. It describes Chris Bledsoe here as a successful business owner and also as a deeply religious man. Well, first off, he describes his business as having failed. He wasn't able to... Uh, withstand the changes in the economy so while he may have been successful at one time he wasn't successful long term so I have a little bit of a problem with that he wasn't successful secondly a deeply religious person I'm not sure if you're really contemplating suicide in that way to me when people when people contemplate suicide and this is a terrible terrible thing a couple things are going on probably have a really serious mental health issue that needs treated number one uh, you could have really bad depression. Uh, so that's number one. And then number two, maybe they've given up all hope. And so they're no longer 
somebody who actually believes in God. What the other article that we'll look at here in a minute it doesn't really describe him as going out into the timber and seeking God. He was just like, "Hey, whatever's up there, help me." Well, that's kind of a kind of a blank slate. At that point, you don't know who you're making a deal with. So you can see what's going on here. This guy is kind of a UFO whisperer, if you will. He's had this experience. Lots of people have had experiences. Myself, I've seen one. I've had an experience. But his goes to the next level. His kind of goes along the lines of a Dr. Stephen Greer thing, where these things are benevolent. They're here to help. And they're godlike, maybe. And that's how this thing's so advanced that he looks at this thing as God. Now, I did look at the forward of the book by the CIA guy. Man, talk about a word salad. Uh, you can also find excerpts of this book on TikTok. Um, we could take a look at one of those right here. I, I'm not... I'm not super impressed, I have to tell you, with the writing of this thing. Um, here's an example. It says, I saw it. Jeremy muttered from the love seat across from us the moment she asked, Oh, Lord, will you not believe what I just saw? Quickly, go outside. Someone just walked up to the window, she said. Emily, Ryan, and I whipped our heads around and saw the same old backyard we'd always seen. There was a man behind you, Yvonne said, trembling with fear. A big one, Jeremy said. Ryan and Jeremy shot up and went running around both sides of the house, looking for who was in our yard. Yvonne said she must have been eight said he must have been eight feet tall, which made me worried for Ryan and Jeremy, so I went out with them. We didn't see anyone or anything else unusual. Back in the house, Yvonne described what she had seen. A dark figure, the shape of man, with no distinguishing features, but a pair of eyes had drifted up directly behind my head. Yeah, I don't think Stephen King has anything to worry about. I'll get past criticizing his writing skills and criticizing the premise of his sighting here. Uh, but that's his fame. So he's been around for a while now. This guy apparently has been. And the book came out, like I said, March of uh, 2022, it says here. So it's been about a year. So here we have another UFO celebrity, basically, on the circuit, and it looks like he's teamed up with um, Skinwalker Ranch. Now, we find this article here from the dailymail.co.uk. It says, I'm a UFO experiencer who's visited by creatures with red eyes glowing and glowing orbs. My stories are so compelling, NASA and the CIA are studying me. Right from the get-go, I sense that this fellow's experience is all about him, me, Myself and I. I, I, I. A North Carolina man claims he's visited by glowing orbs every night of his life. He had his first encounter in 2007 while on a fishing trip at Cape Fear. And this article is written by Stacy Libertor for DailyMail.com. It came out July 22nd, 2023. It's got a picture of the fellow here. Well-dressed, middle-aged guy. A North Carolina man who was on the verge of giving up on life called out to the heavens for help and received a response from what he believes was the third kind. Former construction mogul Christopher Bledsoe, 62, told DailyMail.com that in 2007 he was nearly penniless after losing his business and ventured out to the dark woods around Cape Fear with thoughts of ending his life. Now, a lot of us have had businesses that failed. Okay, it, the first step of recovering from something like that is to recognize where you made mistakes at so that you don't repeat it. What I see here is a guy who was making a pretty good living as a contractor. At 2007, this would have been just before the housing market crashed. Don't know if he was over leveraged or what the deal was. It just said that he lost his business. 
Well, a business isn't like a billfold or a set of car keys that you just misplace or lose, okay? You're making money one day and you're broke the next. So something tells me that the structure of the business was wrong or otherwise it would have become insolvent. So the first characteristic that I see of this guy is that he's not taking responsibility about what happened to him. We all have uh, things that happen to us that are beyond our control, say, say an inherited uh, genetic, uh, for lack of a better word, defect that causes us to have some sort of handicap or maybe uh, your hair falls out when you get old or maybe this or that happens to you. There are a number of things that can happen to you that are outside of your control. But the things that are inside of our control, within our control rather, and these are things that we need to take responsibility for as much as they are our responsibility and so that we don't just go through life thinking, well, I'm a victim. That's what I see in this first paragraph though, I'm sorry. He says, I got within 40 feet at the top of the hill. I cried out, whoever's up there, help me. And I never expected to see what I saw, said Bledsoe. I cried out and said, whatever's up there, help me. Now, if he was a deeply religious man, I would have assumed that he would have read, have read the Bible at least one time. If he was a deeply religious Muslim, I would have assumed that he would have read the Quran one time. Or if he was a deeply religious uh, Hindu, I would have... I would have expected he would have read their teachings or Buddhist or whatever. When someone tells me that they have a deeply religious belief, I don't care what religion it is, but I would assume that in order to be deeply religious that they would have read the rules of that religion. And one of the rules of Christianity is that you have to believe. And one of the other rules of Christianity is, is that there's a God and that there's some very bad things around. So just to step out of your car and say, whatever's up there, well, you're leaving a blank check. It's an invitation. It's almost like picking up a Ouija board and saying, hey, anybody there? Who knows what's going to fill that void? So that tells me bad decision number two. Bad decision number one, whatever causes his business to fail. Bad decision number two, going to the top of the hill and just inviting in whatever, whatever it is that's out there. He says, hovering about 150 feet above the ground were two orbs glowing a blood red tangerine collar. And Bledsoe said these orbs have since appeared over his home every night, and while he is reluctant to call them aliens, he is adamant they are not from this world. Well, I have seen orbs a couple times, and I've seen one up close, actually, maybe 30, 40 foot above my head. I can tell you it was not a Chinese lantern. Uh, very strange. So they do come and go. Maybe it, there is something to be said about if a person is receptive to it. Maybe it's just a matter of whether or not we open our eyes to see these things. Now, whether these are paranormal, whether these are some sort of uh, ball lightning or some sort of a UFO apparition, I don't know. I just know I saw it. It says he claims to have captured footage of these orbs and his stories, while they might seem fantastical, have caught the attention of NASA as well as the Central Intelligence Agency and Department of Defense agents. Now, what I see there is appeal to authority. So we've been, we've been presented with this um, character, this new whistleblower, this new this new UFO celebrity, if you will. He's about to make a big appearance on the stage on Skinwalker Ranch. He's already got his book out there. So they've done the groundwork. And now they're telling you that this guy is so believable that he's been approached by NASA, CIA, and DOD. And who's a little guy like UFO warning? He's seen a couple of UFOs, but NASA's never got a hold of him. So can you see what's going on here? Bledsoe is also featured on the History Channel's Beyond Skinwalker Ranch, where investigators traveled to his Fayetteville home to analyze evidence and see the orbs themselves. Pictured is allegedly an orb caught by the History Channel, and they do have a picture of an orb here. 
there's a lot of stuff that goes on there in uh, in the Carolinas in those mountains and stuff. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Bledsoe is also featured on the History Channel's Beyond Skinwalker Ranch. Okay, that's Beyond Skinwalker Ranch, where investigators traveled his Fayetteville home to analyze video evidence to see the orbs themselves. The episode will air August 1st at 10 p.m. He told DailyMail.com, NASA investigated his accounts in 2008 and continued for about eight years after. And that's what he's saying. So I'm not sure we have confirmation on that. NASA, the same, the same outfit that turns the camera off every time a UFO flies past the space station. NASA, the same organization that won't let you see the two million uh, moon pictures. That NASA. NASA, the same organization that tells the U.S. government that we have no evidence of UFOs. NASA. They were so curious they went and seen this guy in 2008 because, you know, he's the man, I guess. He also participated in studies in he also participated in studies with materials not of this world. Now we're getting into Tom DeLong territory, and that's where, you know, you've seen the secret recipe, but you can't tell us. Tim Taylor, a NASA veteran, placed a medal on my hand that came fifty million light years away, said Blood So. I would like to see the math that shows that that's correct. Fifty million light years. That's a long ways. They were looking for a reaction, and I had one of the only ones they'd ever seen. Taylor said he's never seen anything like it. Bledsoe has never wavered with his story, but research has shown that visual hallucinations can occur due to neurological and psychiatric disorders, including toxic disturbances, drug withdrawal syndromes, focal central nervous system, lesions, migraine, headaches, blindness, schizophrenia, and psychotic mood disorders, according to established according to a study published in the National Library of Medicine. They can also, they can also uh, reportedly appear because people like attention. That, that can also be a reason. There were dozens of UFO sightings over North Carolina in 2022 and all appeared to be the same as what Bloodside had experienced, glowing orbs hovering in the air. Okay, I, I, just, I have to say right out that I believe that this statement is incorrect. There were dozens of UFO sightings over North Carolina in 2022 and all appeared to be the same. No, I cannot believe that because people are seeing UFOs all the time and they come in all different kinds of shapes and sizes. So it seems like the author here is trying to, he's trying to give himself a little wiggle room by saying, well, the guy could be, he could be crazy. But he's also saying, well, man, he's just seeing the same thing everybody else is. Physicist, Don, physicist Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the Pentagon's Old Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, also revealed this month that unidentified metallic orb UFOs have been spotted all over the world. I don't believe that. Sean Kirkpatrick was the one that just sat in front of Congress and said, we haven't seen anything that tells us that they're UFOs. So, yeah, they have seen unidentified orbs that appear, that appear to be medical, metallic, but they're saying that they're not from another planet. So they're, they're throwing in another authority figure, okay? Sean Kirkpatrick, I don't think, has done anything to help bring disclosure to this whole UFO issue, yet they're looking at him as an authority to prop up what this fellow is saying. The book Phenomena by a Los Angeles Times report, I think they mean reporter, Anna Jacobson features an interview with former CIA neuroscientist Dr. Christopher Kit Green, who was commissioned around 2010 by a secret $22 million defense program monitoring UFOs to write a paper on injuries from close encounters with anomalous craft and glowing orbs. That's weird. They're citing, they're citing this Christopher Green. And I, this $22 million, this must be the one they did at Skinwalker Ranch with um, all the Skinwalker guys. I, I think that uh, what Senator Harry Reid signed off on. It's got to be that one, I'm thinking. 
why wouldn't they why wouldn't they uh, cite uh, Professor Nolan? He's the one I think that did the seminal work on this. And I say that knowing that the guy blocked me on Twitter. Green told Jacobson that he found the patients were all high functioning individuals, many prodigious savants, most of whom carry a high security clearance. These individuals report saying something that emits some kind of a light or a beam, some orbs. Bledsoe accounts are shared in the book UFO of God, and the foreword is written by former CIA member Jim Simivan, who worked in the Central Intelligence Agency National, National Clandestine Service for 25 years. Man, I'll tell you, I read that foreword, and when I say word salad, I mean word salad. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe he's just writing over my head. But, like, I got nothing out of it, really. I was like, man, really? When Chris told me the story, I was gobsmacked, reads the forward. The narrative was truly incredible, and I knew it was an honest recollection of events that happened to him and his son, Chris Jr. I don't know. How would you know that? Bledsoe's life-changing experience began on September 11, 2001, when the U.S. fell victim to a terrorist attack. Okay, look what they're doing here. They're taking this major event, whether it's 911 or the Kennedy assassination or whatever, and they're attaching that guy to the event. This is a little trick that people use to get you to remember stuff. Okay, you think of September 11th? Well, that happened. That was real. That's 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 in my brain. I mean, I remember that. Oh, so this guy was connected to that. Well, it must be true. At the time, he was a command a commercial builder for Fort Bragg, developing new homes for military families on the base. So. Sounds like maybe he, had a, maybe he had a sweet deal working for the government. I had 72 houses under construction, and suddenly Fort Bragg shut down, said Bledsoe. They went off the war. I think he meant they went off to war, and no houses were selling, so I knew I was in trouble. My 20 years of sa saving started going out the window, and I had $80,000 a month and in interest and in overhead. Well, first off, if he was a commercial builder for Fort Bragg, didn't he have didn't he have some sort of hedge so that I mean weren't these houses paid for in advance? But he's just spec building all seventy two of these houses. I mean, did he actually work for Fort Bragg or was he just building houses around there trying to sell them on the spec? You know, so that's a little weird. That's that's called being seriously over leveraged. I was at the point of giving up on life and thinking terrible thoughts, but I love I love nothing more than my children and my wife, so I pushed on. Look. There are people every day that face terrible physical disabilities. Could be listening to this program right now. And they push through the day. I have respect for those people because they're taking it a day at a time. To kill yourself over money has got to be one of the most stupid, selfish things you can ever do. If you have your health, I don't care if you got a million dollars in debt. Brother, you've got everything. Just talk to somebody that hasn't got their health, and you will you will quickly find out how lucky you are. So that part kind of makes me a little bit irritable. He's going to kill himself because his business went under. And that's not a very good reason to kill yourself, man. I mean, it's really not. Bledsoe's father gave him a construction job, and the crew working with him asked him to go fishing at, a Cape, at Cape Fear on January 8, 2007. So it says, it doesn't really say if he went bankrupt or if he just quit the job it just says that his father gave him a construction job and the crew went work went working with him to go fishing at cape fear on january 8th this biography is sounding to me more and more like one of these uh i was a rich guy now i'm one of you kind of stories he took the three men and his son chris jr who was 17 then to the riverboat but went into the forest to get away because of his struggles i was 46 years old at the time and i could not even buy my children lunch that's how bad it was said Bledsoe I lost everything when I got up within 40 feet of that hill the first thing I noticed was 
what looked like the setting sun, but then I saw two of these things, he continued, so I knew what I was looking at wasn't anything from the military or anything we had. It was from another world. Well, you don't, you never know that. That's that's why we talk about this stuff all the time. We suspect, you know, another world. I've always thought is from another dimension, but how do we know? We just we just guess. Bledsoe said in fear. Bledsoe said fear set in, and he ran down the hill. But when he looked back, another ball of fire appeared directly above him. There was another one above me that appeared within one second. He explained it wasn't there. The next second, I got a third setting sun that was as big as a house. When Bledsoe returned to the fishing hole, he learned he had been gone all night, even though it felt like just 20 minutes for him. Now, I thought I said in the book that it was four hours, but whatever. Bledsoe's son was missing from the group, and he went back into the woods looking for him. I heard the rustle of the leaves, and he came up weeping, Bledsoe told Daily.com, with tears, as he recalled seeing the fear in his son's eyes. He said, Where have you been, Daddy? Why did you leave me? These creatures, there were two of them with red eyes, and I saw orbs or balls of light. Bledsoe told DailyMail.com that when he told his community, he and his family were shunned and ridiculed, forcing him to keep what he and his son experienced a secret from the rest of the world. But that all changed in 2012 when he was visited by a being that told him he was not going at this alone. Yeah, you know, we've been through a lot of these UFO stories, and I'll tell you what, usually the story takes a direct downward turn when the experiencer starts having one-on-one on one-on-one conversations with these things. I'm just going to tell you that straight up. It's, it never ends well. A woman was glowing with a white dress, the most beautiful thing you have ever seen, Bledsoe said, explaining she was floating three feet off the ground. She looked at me and said, you know why I'm here. If you do this, I will always be with you and help you. I will help you with witness. You're getting into some weird stuff now, man. I, I Personally, I think very unhealthy. Immediately I, sh- immediately, I could share it with my parents and the U.S. government. I'm probably the most steady person in the world now. This really sounds like some egocentric uh, statements. I am probably the most studied person in the world. The most studied person in the world is probably Joe Biden, honestly. I'm studied by every other intelligence agency on the planet. And when Trump was president, it was probably it was probably Donald Trump. So let's just be honest about that. Secondly, it might be somebody with a rare disease that the medical community is trying to fix. Probably not this guy. Bledsoe was captured, has captured over 2,000 videos of orbs flying over his home in the last two years. Some shot, some shot the glowing balls in the sky, while others were captured hovering just a few feet off the ground. This story caught the attention of Beyond Skinwalker Ranch, who spent seven days with Bledsoe, studying him and observing the skies around his home. The show's investigators realized Bledsoe could summon the orbs at any given moment, which he told DailyMail.com, all he needs to do is pray and they appear. I would really be interested in knowing what his definition of prayer is. Here you go. I am no longer a religious person. I am a spiritual person, he said. Now, okay, he starts off as a deeply religious, God-fearing man. Look, you can't have it both ways. Pick your religion, and that's your religion. You can't, if you want New Age space religion, fine, that's yours. If you're going to say, well, I'm a Christian, this doesn't work for me because even in the Bible it says if an angel would come to you and give you a different gospel, don't believe it. That's what Paul said. But this guy's had an experience. This woman comes to him in a white dress, and all of a sudden he's not religious anymore. He's spiritual. So I think this is the point of extreme danger right here. When we have these experiences come along and say, well, I can see a better way, whether it's environmentalism or whether you know, it's cleaning up the planet or global warming or whatever their message is, then suddenly they're the authority everybody looks to. And as Louis Elizondo says, all the religions of the world are just going to fade out. 
Louis, who, by the way, if you would go to Stephen Greenstreet's lit, uh, Twitter feed, you'll see an old clip there of uh, Louis Elizondo talking about how his actual job was a, a disinformation specialist before all this UFO stuff. And that's the guy that's going to tell you that your religions are going out the window once the deep state uh, discloses to you what UFOs are all about. That's my soapbox. The North Carolina resident has had his brain analyzed by NASA and scientists at the Monroe Institute, which studies human consciousness. During the History Channel show, the team analyzes Bledsoe's brain signals during interactions with the phenomena. Neuroscientist James Thompson, who analyzed the data, confirmed Bledsoe has no brain issues and appears to have an emotional connection with the orbs that occurred during the show. Well, they're basing that off a brainwave pattern. I mean, who knows? Who knows what the, who knows what the emotional connection is? Anyway, that is coming up on Skinwalker Ranch, uh, UFO of God. This is a connection that I think is probably the most dangerous connection for people to make in the study of UFOs. Where you have an experiencer comes along and says that I've had a particular experience, and this is why your religion, fill in the blank, don't care what it is, Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, whatever, those are all uh, displaced. And now I, as an experiencer, who have talked to this uh, lady in white who levitates off the ground will tell you what you need to believe. Can you see the danger in that? Now, whether they want to replace your belief system with another new religion or whether they want to replace your belief system with some kind of environmentalism or some sort of new ageism, this, this delivers a tremendous amount of control and power into the hands of that experiencer where we are ruled by fiat and we're no longer ruled by consent. And this is UFO Warning, over and out.